This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. In case you missed the big news of the day, Tom Brady has retired for the second time. Interestingly enough, on social media, people are keyed in on the fact that Giselle weighed in saying, quote, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. And then Reggie, (laughs) yeah. I know, I know. That's how it should be. Just because you break up with somebody doesn't mean you have to be spiteful or hateful towards them. You can wish good things upon people. You don't have to post revenge porn just because they broke up with you. You're... I mean, okay, first of all, I definitely agree that you do not have to do any of those things. I will just say, I wonder if what she might be upset about, even though she said congratulations, would be, okay, so now you retired. Last year I asked you to retire, and you said, okay, for 40 days, and you're like, I can't do this, Mm -hmm. and we got a divorce because of it. I just wonder about that. I'm with you about you can be civil with your exes for sure. Be honest. You know, it's not my job. It's you. You know, sometimes you have to say those (laughs) things. But, Kevin, I think the bigger story right now, as much as you're trying to push that that's a big narrative out there, I think the biggest story of the day is that Mike's back in the pantry. He is. That is – Twolos love Pantry Mike, and I think that Pantry Mike loves Twolos. I think that's the feel. And here. luckily, the the moths are gone, as far as we know, in <laughs> so the pantry. So no more moth moths. Moths aren't flying around me. Can I ask you a question, Corey? Yeah. I know you wish the best for Mike, but is there any tiny, tiny part of you that would love to see like an explosion of moths and they like cover <laughs> Mike? I, that would be terrible. I'm I, not wishing that for okay. him, all right? But if it happened, much like his story about passing out, I felt bad about laughing about it, but it was a hilarious story. All And, Mike, I think I, I, I explained to Adrian last night, I thought it was funny because I already knew that you felt that way whenever Sue had her uh, had one, one of your children. Yeah, yeah. C-section, had one, yeah. Yeah, and so I already knew that. So this is kind of a recurring thing, and I think those things are kind of funny. So I would laugh if there was an explosion of moths. However, I would I feel also really feel, bad, I would feel bad yeah. for Mike having to deal with it. So. And look, on ESPN right now, their, their seventh story with the headlines, top headline, man dies after middle school hoops melee. Oh my so God. I was at a middle school no. game. I passed out. The ambulance had to check me out. And so I have not clicked on this. What happened? Like, did he get beat up so bad <laughs> oh that he died? Goodness. Or yeah, I don't know. But so. there's actually a story right now about a, a death at a middle school game. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Kevin. Okay, well, I wasn't, transition. I wasn't talking about that. All right, let's transition from one level of basketball to what some might argue is the same the level of, of basketball. Mavs is the Dallas Mavericks, as Mike says, the death of the Mavs, is 
with the trade deadline rolling up, and Corey, you had asked this yesterday, but we got into some uh, a whole different thing about the Mavericks. Would you expect them to make little move, big move, no move prior to the trade deadline? Not what you want, but what you actually expect to happen. Well, and I, I think, Mike, I told you this Monday or maybe sometime last week while Kevin was out with his significant throat injury. It, it, the, was, it really hurt. The, um, the Mavericks are, if they make a small move, it's not going to be good enough. Sure. Like it, it'll be insignificant. It'll be no step in any direction for me uh, as a fan because a small move just – I'm used to them doing those kind of things. Now, the Kristaps trade was a, a significant, massive move. There were just a lot of question marks that went into it in the first place. The trade to trade away Kristaps yeah. and bring in Dinwiddie was underwhelming for a lot of people. But a lot of people are looking at Dinwiddie, and they're pretty happy that they have him right now. I don't know like if anybody really respects or loves the Dinwiddie, like Dinwiddie being here. I As much as maybe I do, I really like Dinwiddie a lot. Uh, but like I think at the time, people were like, meh, you didn't get anything out of Kristaps. Uh, so I think small moves, it's like, yeah, if you made – I don't know how significant it would be if you traded DFS for Malik Beasley. Is that does that change your team that much? I don't. You think, get worse, honestly. Yeah. So, so that's. And but that's you, kinda, if you're getting a first round pick, they have three first round picks, and so I know I'm interrupting you here, Corey, but the Mavericks are in a little bit of a, a tough situation. I think that Mark Cuban is once again going to do the one thing that he said is the worst thing to be, and that is a middle of the road NBA team, a team that has really no chance of winning at all but no chance of getting a top pick to change your franchise's course. And that's, I think, the pick that Mark Cuban has told Nico he has to choose. Because the best thing to do is either go all in, which is very tough to do because you don't have assets to really go all in, or to go all out. And I'll give you an example. Yeah. Paul Pierce was a Paul Pierce is not Luka Doncic. Paul Pierce was never close to Luka. But what they said is, you know what, we're tired of barely making the playoffs. We're going to tank. Now, they were tanking for Greg Oden, and it didn't work out. Hell and they yeah. And they didn't also get the second pick in getting Kevin Durant. So what they did in tanking with a all-star player on their team is, and they're like, all right, we tanked, and it didn't work out for Then the, what they ended up doing for instead. For Kevin Garnett and for, for Ray Allen. And it ended up being a team that won a championship going to another one and losing. I think at this point, Nico needs to, but they won't do this because Mark Cuban won't allow him. Trade Dorian Finney-Smith. Trade Dinwiddie. Trade anything that has any sort of value. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a negative value. You're yeah. going to have to take back crap to get rid of him because every team sees that that's a horrible contract that Mark Cuban did. So I think that that's the road they should go down, but Mark Cuban will not allow that to happen. And, Kevin, so y'all were kind of discussing this a little bit yesterday, and – Man, like I don't, I don't know the structure. I feel like the structure is everything has to come across my desk first. Yeah, but I also feel like in this instance, you got to bring something to the table that not only satisfies that, but also like turns him into I can't, you can't not make this decision. And that's where I feel like as much as wherever Mark is in certain situations, Nico has to have the pitch that is either we're doing this or this. And I found the deal. We're making this deal. This is what we want to do. Otherwise, I can't work here and do this anymore. You want this done or not? And I mean, because otherwise it looks real bad on Nico. 
in, in a couple of years of trying to build this thing and him not having any leverage in trades or anything. Look, you put me with a bad hand. I got to make something happen. So this might be one of those do and then ask for forgiveness later kind of situations if I'm Nico, unless unless he's perfectly fine just floating where they are. Uh, and that's that would be that would be a very insufferable thing for me as a Mavericks fan. Yeah, I I think the biggest thing that came to concern for me was a couple weeks ago when we had talked about Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish, right? Now it's like, all right, swap out two parts that can't shoot right now. Right, yeah. I, but I but in my mind, I at least thought, all right, I don't think it's going to work out. But I was at least interested in, are the Mavs trying to get a 23-year-old? And they're like, you know what? Let's work with him. Let's see what we can do. And then you found out like five seconds later, it's like, no, it's just less money. And they're just trying to get off the money. Because I, I'm okay with them making a small move or maybe even a couple of small moves to get those young players that maybe haven't worked out yet. But you're no, you're like, you know what? I think he's got something and maybe we can develop it. But it feels like that is not their philosophy. Would you do the Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish? I mean, he's a young guy. He's 23 or 24. I, personally, I would because I think you know. But, I mean, I've been the biggest advocate telling you Cam Reddish cannot shoot. But – at Does he least want to get paid, or am I wrong about that? I don't think he is going to get paid. Like he's out of contract, and but I know he has high ideals of his worth. It ain't going to work out for him, yeah. just like it hadn't worked out getting starting time. But I would love for them to have the opportunity to be like, let's see what this young kid does. Just like with Hardy, just like with Green, they're not all going to work out. But at least you can maybe develop your own tangible assets. If we can't hold our draft picks or feel like we have to trade them, let's develop different assets. It, and I don't know this either. I don't think Mark Cuban will allow this, and I don't think Jason Kidd wants to go down this path. After the trade deadline is over, in my opinion, is they will do absolutely nothing. It's going to be the exact same team today that it will be after the trade deadline. Yeah. Is just play – don't play Tim Hardaway Jr. anymore. He's worthless. He is a negative player. He is Joey Gallo in your lineup. Yes, one out of five games, Joey Gallo could be really good. But the problem is, what do you do with the other 80% of the games that Tim Hardaway Jr. is a bad shooter, takes bad shots, doesn't understand where we are in the game, doesn't see who has the hot hand in the game, can't play defense or refuses to play defense. So I just mean, we're giving these minutes to Jaden Hardy. We're giving these minutes to Josh Green. We're giving these minutes to somebody else who might be able to develop into a player because you have proven you are too inconsistent to be nice about Tim Hardaway Jr. You're too inconsistent to try to play. In in our conversations, Mike, Kevin, you know, we had Josh Green on yesterday. Uh, we had Hardaway on uh, a few weeks back. Christian Wood's been on with us. Man, like we – Man, Mavericks love being on our show. Jason Kidd's been on with us multiple times. Yeah. And Nico so has as well. Th with with that part of it, every time we've asked about last year versus this year, what do y'all hear? Because I hear one thing. It is, hey, look, you know, we're kind of at the same point. Last year we had a tough stretch when we started the season, and then we picked up as we went along, and we're kind of hearing the same thing out of these guys this year. Like, hey, look, we're just – if we can just get to the end of the season in playoff uh, position, we're going to be great. Like it, it feels like they don't feel any pressure about the regular season right now. I, so Josh Green, one of his last answers I did not like whatsoever. I thought he was fantastic, but I felt like Mike was. I, I mean, I know Mike, you ask questions intentionally, 
And I thought it was a good question is like, hey, I think your top three problems right now are uh, defense, rebounding, and I think free throw shooting maybe was that was yes. that the three? Yeah, those were the three. Yeah, and he said, oh, yeah, those are all fixable. And it just felt like a moment of, well, that's a big-ass part of the game, and what we need to do first is focus on, like, free throw shooting or whatever. And it just it felt like the sock kind of, oh, yeah, no, I still think we can improve all of those things that you're like, Okay, I hope you're right, but that's a lot. And but how? Yes, and, and yes. The other thing too is I think they're lying to themselves because this is what we like to do. Well, it worked out in the end last time, right? You know, like hey, you know what I did to my wife? I, I mean, I don't want to get marked on this. I'm making this up, but like, hey, I did this to my wife, and she still stayed with me, so I can just do it again, and she'll stay with me again. It's like, no, I don't think that. Yeah the case that every time it's worked out like last year i did these horrible things to my kids and they still love me so i'm just going to do these horrible things to my kids again and i bet they'll still love me in the end it's like i don't think last year dorian finney smith after the trade deadline became a much better player unfortunately he's kind of reverted back to the the player that he was not the player that he became and then jalen brunson improved to an all-star like, he improved to a very, very good yeah. player in the second half of the season that you didn't see coming. You also made a trade where Dinwiddie and Bertans helped you out in different ways. Obviously, Dinwiddie way more than Bertans, but Porzingis, once again, was kind of hurt last year. So you were getting inconsistent gameplay from him because of his injury history again. So there was a lot of things that added up to why did the Mavs play better in the second half? Why did the Mavs go on a playoff run? Another positive was, and the Mavericks are questioning this too. Another one was Tim Hardaway Jr. got hurt. That was probably a positive rather than a negative. They saw it as a negative when it happened, but it became a positive that they didn't have to play Tim Hardaway Jr. anymore. So I don't see all of those things coming together for the Mavs in this second half. Who's going to be Jalen Brunson in the second half? That imp- Maybe it's Josh Green. That's your hope. Josh Green improves to Jalen yeah. Brunson-like levels. It, Dorian that, Finney-Smith starts playing a lot better than what he's played this year. And That's a big jump. I was just looking at it. I don't know if we want to get into this in the future or anything like that, but the Ringer put out their updated uh, player rankings, top 100 in the NBA. They have Jalen Brunson at number 50. Like, so we're talking, that's a lot of damn ground to have to make up. Even if, like, Jalen Brunson has clearly gotten even better this year. But still, it would be a remarkable jump if Green, like, became one of the top 75 players in the NBA before the end of the season. So you're saying that by next year, (laughs) Josh Green will be in the top 50 uh, according to the ringer. Is that what no, you're suggesting? No, because he'll and still, next he'll year, still be Hardy here. And then next moves in, and then we have three top 50 hey, players. and they got Christian Wood at 80 and Spencer Dinwiddie at 82. I'll tell you, if some freak of nature happens and both of those other guys get into the top 50, hell yeah, let's jam. I can rock along with that lineup. I, I'll jam with that, too. And the other thing, too, is maybe Jaden Hardy. I don't think it's this year, but in the future, he becomes a much more valuable player for you that can help. But if you're talking about just this year, I just don't think a 19, 20-year-old is going to be able to take that leap in the second half of the season or get those minutes. And then I'm going to mention it again because we've left it off the table for this whole time. Mark Cuban will not pay in the top third of the NBA salary structure-wise. So that's another thing that Nico's dealing with is I don't even know if Nico's able to really be the general manager. It might really be that Mark Cuban's the general manager and Nico's more of a figurehead here. I absolutely. I hope that's not the case. 
but yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you, Kevin. And when you're when you're structured in, we want to be right in the middle of the pack salary structure wise, which Mark Cuban has kind of let that be known. That makes it very tough to do deals when one of your players is making forty something million dollars a year. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next. Anthony Edwards eats a ton of hot fries. What is your trash snack and how often do you eat it? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. If you want to let us know, have you been driving today? Do you still have to work? Or are you potentially able to work from home? So, Kevin, can I talk? Yes. In the North Oak Cliff area where Trader Joe's and Central Market refuse to build buildings. (laughs) Is this an update? Downtown Dallas. (laughs) Yeah, they're still scared, and uh, I dare you. I dare you, Trader Joe's, and I dare you, Central Market, to build. Uh, you know, we have a lot of apartments going up, a lot of, like, unbelievable oh, things happening. That's probably going to piss Steph Bart Curry area. off, right? But, you know, we would like to have Trader Joe's or Central Market step up to the plate and actually do something in North Oak Cliff. It is right now in North Oak Cliff where those companies hate. Uh, it is <laughs> a light freezing rain right now. Oh, man. So you want them to start construction now? Is that what we're saying? I dare them. Okay. I dare, the, I dare Mr. Joe of Trader Joe's. I think it's Mr. Trader. To do something in North Oak Cliff. I dare you to build a building. Unfortunately, you'd probably get too much business. You probably don't want that much business. <laughs> I would do it. It's We're just going to be too busy. Now, yeah. Corey, you look perplexed for half a second. Have you not seen... The Steph Curry family story. Oh, no, I have no clue what this is. So, Don't update me, please. His house costs $31 million, right? Good 
God. Yeah, and so they were talking about building a... It's a year's salary. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. For me, yeah, good point. That is a great point. Corey is well compensated. If you're making $31 million, you better get your ass up to the studio. Like You figure it out. Is No, that's the privilege of $31 million, Kevin. Okay. Is they were talking about having a uh, multifamily housing unit put in there, and he went, he's like went to the city council or whatever. He's like, the hell you are. In and, his house? No, 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 no. Next to oh, his okay. house or like by his house in his neighborhood. And he goes, we paid a lot of money for this property and for this privacy. And he goes, if you're going to do that, I trust the city will come out and like help with fences and landscaping so people can't see into his mega palace and i was like cool dude no that i mean that does make sense like uh you know for for them to ask if the city's gonna have that there you know to to uh help out in that part of it that makes a little bit of sense but it doesn't doesn't it sound entitled doesn't it sound snotty to to do something like that that's not very every man but but then again doesn't this have to like we we had this discussion about jordan and uh, Kwame Brown uh, uh, with uh, with uh, Sean and RJ and Bobby the other day, where that Steph Curry doesn't live a, nat- a regular life, right? Like he lives a life sure. that is very different than ours, and I'm sure that the you know there's only one time he really gets privacy, and that is at home uh, or in a hotel room, in the and maybe yeah, maybe in the bathroom. <laughs> that's about it. So maybe he's maybe he's a, has a point, but. I saw a soccer player. I know this isn't the topic, Kevin. I saw a soccer player recently say one of the big problems with footballers is that they have become disconnected from their fans in such a drastic way that they don't even recognize who their fans are anymore because of the amount of money that they make. They they have no clue what it's like to just sit there in the stands and drink a beer. And that, that's yeah. a very different place to be in for those, for those guys. So we got a lot of feedback here. So a couple of questions. We'll play the Anthony Edwards clip in just a second. But here's some people that are jumping in about driving today. Side roads suck from the 817, but the main roads are good. Just drive slow. That is the exact same experience I had is the side roads were tough, tough, tough. And once you got to the highway, it's, it was actually much better than I expected from the 575 delivery driver for Jimmy John still at work. Wow. Uh, from the 469, I took PTO today, but still thinking about doing my side gig, Uber Eats. Holy smokes. See, that feels like a thing I would not want to do. If you have to, and we got another person, I'm a truck driver out here delivering your coffee and everyone needs your Starbucks, is if you have to drive to a place, then stay at that place and drive home. I see like that feels easier to do than being a delivery driver right now. That sounds awful. I hope everyone is tipping those people very well and they're being careful and staying safe. Yeah, man. You brought this to my attention, Corey. If I'll bring you the Steph Curry story in in return, you bring me the Anthony Edwards story. When I found out how many hot fries he was actually eating, it boggled the mind. And I know what Mike's answer is going to be. Let's go to cut number four. This is talking about how many hot fries he will consume in a week. I've been eating them since I was probably like five years old. (laughs) I prefer these over any chips in the world. Probably like three a day. You do the math. Is that 21 bags? Yeah, I eat that many. Probably more though, for real. <laughs> Depending on how long my day is. 20 bags? 21 bags a week, three per day. I 
that I mean sound the best before a basketball game. <laughs> it, maybe that's maybe that's age worked in. He's like, I can afford the hot fries right now, but I don't know either. Now, Mike, you immediately showed off the the skinny pop, right? Yeah, that's that's my favorite go to snack. I, I love I know that you don't like popcorn, Kevin, but that's true. For me, I do really like the skinny pop, uh, just pop regular popcorn. They make different flavors. I've tried their salt and pepper and their different stuff, but just their original is my favorite. And you also, obviously, you love the Think Bars uh, as they're kind of right there in the front, too. And we've heard, you know, some very uh, serious accusations being thrown around that building a couple different times. So that's fun. I, yeah, but you do love the skinny pop. I don't think I could do... I don't think I could do that with hot fries, though. Like, I don't think I could eat. Did he say, like, a whole big bag? Or yeah, was no, those, no. like, the I, mini? I thought he meant, like, the vending machine bag. Like, Ma- like this size. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Hold the on. size it's, of Mike's head is really what he's big, describing. But, like, yeah. Was, were you holding a big bag just a second ago, though? Or was no, that a small bag? No, I just put ba- it next to That's a small bag, but it looks like a big bag. But when you bring it back to my head, you see it's the size of my head. Yeah, look at like Mike teaching folks head. about foreground perspective. and perspective. Like and... and near and far right here. Near <laughs> far. Oh, um, that's great. Tremendous. My, uh, I guess my, my trash snack food, like whenever you go – Let's say you're going on a trip. We drive to the San Antonio area a lot, and we stop at gas stations. I will grab probably a bag of, of Cool Ranch Doritos. And, but other than that, I don't eat them that often. I try to avoid them for the most part because I ate so many of them a long time ago. But Cool Ranch Doritos, clearly the best. So much so, Kevin, that I saw a Cool Ranch Dorito jalapeno dip the other day, and I was like, oh. i got to try it. Was it amazing? It's not that great. Oh. Uh, but I did try it, and then I actually mixed in some more like things with it, some milk and stuff to kind of water it down, and then put it on some pork. It actually turned out pretty good on a, on a pork tenderloin. It was kind of a good use of it. Yeah, I kind of made it more of a, of a sauce than it was a dip. Mike, to kind of see you there trying to work with it. And I put some seasonings in it to change it, too. But it did have the Cool Ranch jalapeno flavor to it, which my kids, like, they were going nuts about it. So I would say Cool Ranch Doritos. And there was a time, Kevin, where I would probably eat two bags a day. Uh, For the whole week? Uh, yeah. Uh, in high school. Like, in high school, it was like it was, they were very accessible at our uh, vending machines at school. So I like the speci- uh, the specifics that you just gave is i chickened out from the word i was trying to say is specificity damn it i would have gotten it you would have nailed it bro from the 817 cheetos that feels like it can go in so many different directions crunchy puffs hot cheetos like what are we talking about? i like those jalapeno cheetos that we have at the vending machine in our 11th floor there yeah they are good just sometimes getting the vending machine going yeah it's like out of order or something it refuses to take money from the it took carter's money that one time yeah and it broke the machine and we had to talk to like the people who did the machines from the i want kevin i want Corey to guess what kevin's is let's see how close you guys are no chance like Go for um, it. There, you'll never get it. Man, I am really, I'm really thinking because I know he, I know he likes. He wings. likes that mozzarella cheese every day. That's, he does. That's I think he eats that as part of like a a, a decision. Yep. Uh, more than anything else, trash snack food for Kevin. Uh, man, I, 
I know that he used to. Ha- Maybe he ate ruffles just regular or something. potato chips. Yeah, I think he ate yeah, like, like ruffles no flavor, back in the day. But like it's salty, but you don't want to add more salt, or he refuses it. Yeah. So there it is. I'm going to say ruffles because they have ridges, and he loves the ridges. <laughs> All right. There is a very specific ridged for him, right? <laughs> no, that's different. Yeah, the ridge for his. Uh, no, enjoyment. that is a different thing, and you know that <laughs> is. It's a very specific thing. They have these chocolate chip sandwich cookies at Walmart that are the ice cream sandwich no 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 they're like they're miniature chocolate chip regular cookies but there's icing in the middle I know they're trash because it costs like six dollars and you get a whole lot of them they're like the Totinos of cookies I think they are freaking delicious because I have clearly a low palate it's not the Milano's Is it like right? icing in the middle yes like, icing in the middle it's no not Oreo cookies no like, uh, icing it's like icing yeah, it's icing, icing. But it's not Milano's. I'm familiar, obviously, with uh, with those. From the 469, hey, Corey, how Yo. long did the Cool Ranch Dorito Loco Taco shell last at Taco Bell? Isn't it still there? Like I don't I, know. I, most people, from what I hear, will drive 800 miles to go because they don't have a Taco Bell next next to them. So they'll get in their cars and drive about 800 miles to get to the nearest the Taco Bell. That's the dumbest commercial in the world. That is not. That is the life for most people, Kevin. There not is not has a Taco Bell quicker than 800 miles from where that kid was. What is the what is the what is the area that has the most distance between them and a Taco Bell? I'm going to say Montana. So that commercial could, could only be Montana. You, you might you might be right about that. From the 817. It's, I'm just so surprised. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say from the. I'm so surprised. That people in Texas eat Taco Bell. I get, like, I've lived on the East Coast and I've lived up north because of playing baseball. And I get it. Taco Bell ain't that bad there from what they're producing for what would be considered Mexican food or Tex-Mex. But there's so many places in Dallas-Fort Worth, especially that you don't have to go to Taco Bell to get a good taco. Sure. Kevin, there are 7,734 Taco Bell stores in the U.S. as of December 26, 2022. The state with the most number of Taco Bell locations, California, with 867, which is 11% of Taco Bells in the United States. And that kid couldn't find a Taco Bell within 800 miles of wherever he lived? I think he's just bad at learning where things are. He drove right past one. Yeah, for the 817, combos is where it's at for those road trips. For the oh, an- Another 817, it's queso. From the 214, they went the candy route. Snickers, Reese's, and Kit Kat, when I go to the gas station or any corner store, I always get the king size of all three the things like that is i feels like those would be good for the road trips because you're not apt to make as like many crumbs or whatever i just don't know the logistics of eating taco bell if you were going on a road trip and you were the driver i don't know if that would all it could but i don't know if that would always work out for you well and for cost effectiveness kevin you take those uh you know whatever the king size bars are get the large big gulp you're paying, what, 78 cents for the large Big Gulp. You put the candy bars in the Big Gulp, that? store it that way, and just pay for the Big Gulp, and now you have three free candy bars uh, sure. that were practiced. It was, it's, yeah, it's a buy a drink, get three free kind I, of thing. I think that's just called stealing, right? Is it now? 
I feel like you knew that. What are you, Troy Hughes? Didn't he always tell us that? He's like, I've been stealing gum he all the gum time. From every single time you go to the I feel like we can tell that now. Is it safe harbor now that he's been not been here for six months? Yeah. Then we could be like, oh yeah, he stole he stole gum all of the time. <laughs> yeah, if you're out there and you run a convenience store and Troy Hughes comes in, just tell him we know. From the two one four, their trash food of choice, the Starburst Mini unwrapped, all the pink. Again. Love how specific that is from the 469. Chili Cheese Fritos in Big Red is undefeated. Texting from the treadmill on my lunch break. All right, I'm impressed <laughs> at you being able to text coherently from the treadmill. From the bike I get, from the treadmill, that's that's tough. I love Big Red. I haven't had a Big Red in a while, but <laughs> Big Red is a very controversial cola. Why? I'm not a fan. See, because I think people either hate it or they love it. It's not like, oh, it's all right. I feel like Big Red is either something I grew up on and love. Like when my dad's like, you know, we're going to go to where there was 7-Eleven. Let's go get a Big Red. I was like, oh, my gosh, we're getting Big Red. This is amazing. But I think a lot of people uh, like Corey do not like the flavor of Big Red at all. So I think, and here's the thing, I didn't know what to expect out of the first time I drank it. And so in my mind, I believe I had this idea of what it was going to taste like and it didn't taste anything like it. It's like, Kevin, if I brought you a Sprite and it was actually water and you were expecting Sprite, you would yeah. be like, you would throw it at my face and be to, like, what is this crap? Get it out of here. I think you're on to something, Corey. To this day, I still think I don't really like tea because we used to have those old pitchers where like you didn't see right through them, and I thought it was apple juice, and of course I drank right from the pitcher because I was a kid, and it was tea, and I was like, and I spit it out <laughs> on the floor. I, clean, oh, no. I cleaned it up, but still, I, that might be why I don't like tea to this day. Probably we're, so. We're the KNC we'll try it again. We'll say, like, here's iced tea. We'll be like, this is and he'll tea. tell me like what to do? Try it. Okay. And you just try it again. <laughs> Your, your your palate changes over yeah. time. You know what, Mike? Sometimes I feel like you don't know me at all. We're the KNC Masterpiece <laughs> here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Lots of Cowboys info plus non-Sean Payton coaching news. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Four-man rush, empty gun. Prescott escapes out to the right. Chase throws it in the end zone. Oh, what a leaping catch. That's Michael Gallup. Touchdown, Cowboys. Can't see Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. We will get back to Mr. Gallup in just one second as it is time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. My wife made biscuits this morning. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. What's I the, didn't eat any. Oh, is that what's the no. best thing she makes? Well, those are just you know out of the can. Oh, okay. She's not making homemade biscuits. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, well, I mean, like still. Yeah. Yeah, like when she makes out with me, if that was. Oh my god! All right, let's start. With, it's amazing. Even from that far away, you can still totally crush my spirit. <laughs> it really is. It really is impressive, Mike. <laughs> Let's start that was great. with Michael Gallup. Did you see that Michael Gallup underwent arthroscopic knee and right ankle cleanups? At first, when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, no. And then I saw this arthroscopic. I felt a little bit better. They say that there's no question he'll be good to go for football activities at the start of April. Mike, have you ever had a scope 
done. I, I've never had scope work done, so I don't know what the difference is really, other than they were looking at it to clean it up for whatever reason because it what it didn't heal correctly. And we know whenever they have to do that, you know that means it takes a little more time than you thought it was the, before. So, I mean, that's that kind of does that explain a little bit of why he wasn't the same Michael Gallup this season? I luckily never had surgeries while playing baseball. Okay. Afterwards, yeah. My back's jacked up. Yeah. But Dr. Evan did a great job. Thanks a lot, Dr. Evan. Kevin, then for you, does would that kind of lend itself a little bit to maybe why he wasn't the same Michael Gallup? Or do you, I, because because that, that feels to me like they're trying to get ahead and say he'll be back next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't worry if we don't sign a free agent receiver. See, and that I am totally with you about that. I, I just – the cleanup aspect of it made me feel a little bit better, but I am nervous – Corey about that idea that like he'll just get better because he's a year removed from from the surgery I mean sure maybe maybe but we don't know that for sure is I know there's a lot of thought that Schottenheimer is going to be the dude for OC around here but they do have Jeff Nixon the running backs running backs coach from Carolina in interviewing today do you think a lot of this is I guess, performative and the decision has been made, or do you think they're hoping somebody will come in and wow them to change their mind? I think, I think, I mean, this, this should be a very real conversation with Jeff Nixon for one, a, he did that great song sister, uh, back in the day, uh, him and his brother, I think did this. I don't song. think that the is, the, I do not believe, I don't know for a fact that he was not in the Nixons. <laughs> I'll have to check on that. All right. Um, but that being said, the, the other part of it is, did you see what, uh, Chuba Hubbard did and Deontay Foreman did whenever they traded Christian McCaffrey, those dudes were every other week, you were trying to figure out which one you wanted on your fantasy team throughout the year. They did something special with the running game, and yeah. I, I would presume, if I mean, if I'm Mike McCarthy, and I don't know if he really wants to do it, there are you know whispers that he doesn't really want to call the plays because of the amount of work that it takes to do the installment and all right. of that. But he could definitely let Nixon run the running game, and then say, "I'm I'm I got the passing game covered. Just give me your best running plays. We'll incorporate it into everything because." That West Coast offense that he wants to run, that he likes to run, uh, could vary that way. So I think Nixon's a really good coach for this process. He also was an interim offensive coordinator for a little bit for Carolina. So I think there are some good qualities in him. I, Kevin, I would not bring a guy in and have a conversation with him just for show. Okay. This is where I just don't I just don't know how much a running back coach matters. I know they matter. I just don't know the percentage they matter. Is it two percent? But if he 20%? becomes the OC then you feel like that. Yeah, jumps yeah, up. I think Seven. that that's a that's a bigger, obviously, situation. I think offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator are huge responsibilities. I feel like offensive line coach, we found out that that is a pretty big responsibility yeah. and you can take credit and blame for that. I just don't know if this year, who is the best running back in the NFL? Um, I mean, I guess there was partially McCaffrey. You say Chubb? Josh Jacobs was Chubb really good. Yeah. 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 yeah, Josh Jacobs. Like, I don't know, who's the running back coach in Las Vegas, and how much credit is he getting for Josh Jacobs improving this year? That's I a fair know. point. I, I honestly have no idea either. 9news.com is reporting that Sean Payton – Signed a five-year contract worth about seventeen to twenty million. So, if you were curious about the compensation, because my man Mike Florio, I know, said he'll obviously make at least twenty million, 
and whoops, swing and a miss again. Oh my if, if that is the case, is Sean Payton could be making 17 to 20 million in. Is there any way we can get Mike Florio at the Super Bowl and just yes. have I'm and, and Kevin? Oh yeah, we will sit out. Corey and I will sit out of the interview, and we're just going to watch as you just berate this man Can until I, he cries. I want I, – there's nothing more I want. I want to see him cry because of you, Kevin. Hey, look, you know, Corey, you know I'm still bitter to this day. My freshman year in high school, we had a debate tournament, and the winner would get exempt from the final. In the semifinals, I made a girl run out of the room crying who was my opponent. I think there is no more definitive way – to show that you have won a debate and the student judges said I lost. This is outrage. I'm still outraged about that too. Mike, do you see what your question was the other day? Was yeah. it yesterday when you said right or uh, or happy? happy? And look at how happy he was whenever he remembered how he how right he was in that moment. Um no, I I I really do cuz Florio was isn't he a, like a former lawyer also? Like no. he is oh, a lawyer. What do you mean isn't he? Have you never heard him talk? Well, as a lawyer, I can tell like every freaking other thing that he says. Maybe is I haven't. That. Maybe I just don't like listening to people that I don't really like really need to hear that info from. Yeah. I just get all my info from 1053 the fan. That is a smart idea. Now, in non Sean Payton coaching news, D'Amico Ryans, once a linebacker for the Texans, now back as the Texans head coach. And just a side note about that is the 49ers will now receive a 2025 third-round pick, compensatory pick, for having D'Amico Ryans on staff and then him moving up in the world to the Texans. And this is kind of tied in to the next story because I want to talk a little bit more about the Houston job and D'Amico Ryans. And this is, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, the part that is going to be infuriating is... Albert Breer reported, I believe this morning or late last night, that the Bears are sticking with Justin Fields and they're going to try to trade the first overall pick. When you see what they get for that, I mean, not that having the second pick is bad and they can pick, you know, unless they're in love with only one of the quarterbacks, they should still be able to get a good quarterback. But just, you, you could have had the number one pick. If you wanted to make that trade, you could have done that. If you wanted your pick, like what... What if they're in what if they love Bryce Young and some team trades up and they're like, Well, I'm going to get Bryce Young? And you're like, Okay, well, I hope I love CJ Stroud or Levis or Richardson. I would say the teams to look out for because I don't think Chicago wants to drop too far back. I'm sure they'd love to drop down to number four because if Indianapolis trades up, they take a quarterback, Houston takes a quarterback, and now they just get the leftover of we get either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Yeah. Right? They're still getting arguably the best defensive player in this draft. They get 2023 first-round pick, and they probably get the 36th overall pick in this draft too. So they go from one, they get pick four, they get pick 36, they get next year's first-round pick from the Colts, and probably, honestly, something else. Or they could drop maybe down to seven, which is a little bit more dangerous because you don't get the best defensive player in the draft. But that would be the Las Vegas Raiders trading up and getting the number one overall pick, which I could see the Raiders wanting to trade a whole bunch to get to one. I would love to be in the Bears position right now. Uh, I They love their quarterback. I We like their quarterback. Uh, we think that he's going to be one of those guys that once they get the team built around, that's where you're discussing Super Bowl. And this is their opportunity right now 
to load up the youth to make that thing last a little bit longer. Yeah. Man, I would love to be in this position to say, okay, I ha- I, not only do I still have the quarterback, but I have all of this time to research the draft and find out where I think I can get some of these guys and say this is the best place I can trade down to. Uh, you know, like Mike's saying, you, you don't want to go too far, but what if you say, hey, I can pick up some extra of these guys that are really going to be productive for my team if I just get, you know, this this sort of compensation for it. So this, I would love to be in the position of the Bears right now. Now, figuring out, Kevin, how to swindle somebody else out yeah. of just an extra pick, yeah. that's the tough part. But I would love to have the opportunity and option to scout everything and then make a decision. And I think you're really on to something there, Corey, because in kind of tying in what Mike said, couldn't you be like, oh, no, okay, hold on, I got the Colts on the other line. Yes, or, exactly. Yeah, and, and so I I think you're spot on, I as I usually do. For the it, Texans, for the Texans asking that question, man, that is tough that you, you know, you had the shot to do it, but Lovey Smith was like, I know y'all are going to fire me, so I'm going to stick it to y'all. Good luck. I get it. You kind of <laughs> have to be happy with whatever you get from there. Did you see that DeMar Hamlin has partnered with the American Heart Association to promote CPR training? I this just strikes me as the epitome of trying to turn a negative, obviously a very terrible negative, into a positive. And if this is a thing that will get more people involved in knowing CPR or being prepared in case they're thrust, unfortunately, into an emergency situation, I think that's really cool. And I appreciate the work he's done thus far in terms of like, you know, they got a shirt with proceeds going to charity, did uh, signing some cards, and now he's working with the a- a, uh, American Heart Association. I think he's done some cool stuff here. I, I do wonder how many people are in that room because that, that dude's still kind of recovering from some stuff, sure. too. You know, trying to put his life back together. And I, I mean, there's nothing better than a dude who's like immediately, I want to change the world. Yeah. You know, let me let me try. This is my chance. I'm going to go try and change the world right now for good. I appreciate that he's doing that. I, I, I want to know how many people are pulling him in how many different directions before he kind of goes, okay, hold on, let's reset and reboot just a little bit. Uh, but it's it is fantastic to hear that man. You know, you know what I would love is you know we've talked all about the GoFundMe. I would like it if he just like bought a store, mm-hmm. and he was like, no, I'll just take the whole store and I'll let the kids run around and get whatever the hell they want because my goodness, they raise so much freaking money. It is up at nine million dollars. I mean, didn't Toys R Us go bankrupt a while back? Like, yeah. can't they just uh, buy Toys R Us? Man, maybe he can buy the Toys R Us license. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure about the uh, about the update on that, but that is an excellent question. Real quick, I just wanted to let you know the betting odd favorites as of now to be the new Cardinals head coach, Brian Flores, to be the Colts head coach. I guess he would still be the head coach. It's Jeff Saturday, which I have to admit, I am a little surprised about that. So you saw Sean Payton, D'Amico, Ryans. Maybe we'll get some more moving and shaking in the next few days we're the knc masterpiece right here on 105.3 the fan coming up next from the mind of Corey, i like this topic a lot what's the worst cowboys narrative out there that you're like that's dumb you're dumb 877-881-1053 we'll do it next on the fan t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.